Welcome to Victorious Living. The Bible says casting down imaginations. Do you know where your imaginations occur? Where does your imaginations, what's the first place you are aware of an imagination? It's not in your feet. It's in your mind. There it then brings itself to the renewal, renewing your mind. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us putting Satan in his place. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares with us, putting Satan in his place. Now notice what he says. He said, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God. Now remember this, through God. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. Jesus was the personified word of the living God. And so he said, but, uh, but uh, what, what did he say here? But, but, but they are mighty for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through, the, through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Strongholds of certain opinions opposed to God. Attitudes opposed to God. Wrong thinking opposed to God. Those things become strongholds. But when we put the word in there and what God says, that can, can become a stronghold and it in our gun and we speak it out of our mouth and we are resisting the devil. The Bible says he'll flee from you. So it's more than just praying that God will do it. It's getting into agreement that God has done it. And then me following through with performing or speaking it or putting it in my gun. So say it with me again, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. It cannot, and we talk about the, the weapons of the devil, though, the enemy, no weapon that he forms against me. I don't care how bleak it looks. I don't care how dangerous it looks. Amen. I, I, think, about, I think about Paul and Silas in the Philippian jail. It didn't look good in the natural. It didn't look like they'd ever get out of there alive. I've read it didn't look like it was anything near what they wanted to be, but what did they do? They put their back up against the wall and loaded their gun. Push them right up against the wall, loaded their gun, amen, and spoke what God had put into them. They began to sing. Well, Brother Charles, I can't sing when I'm feeling so heavy. You got to sing when you're feeling heavy. 
You gotta sing when you're feeling heavy. You gotta sing when everything looks bleak. You gotta sing when it looks like you're going under. You gotta sing and put your back against the wall and load your gun and say what God has said and use the authority and use the might and the power. I resist you. And so it's all of these parts put together and then it comes out of your mouth along with that, I resist you, Satan. And what did God say he would do? He would tuck his tail and run. Hallelujah. He will, he will, he will, uh, when we resist him, what does he do? He flees from us. Hallelujah. Number five, or verse five, he said, casting down imagination. How many of you have imaginations? It's interesting, some years now, a long time ago, I had a person say to me, when I used the word imaginations, I had the person say to me, you don't need to say imaginations, that's not good. Well, take it out of the Bible. So they didn't say that to me anymore. <laughs> the Bible says casting down imaginations. Do you know where your imaginations occur? Where does your imaginations, what's the first place you are aware of an imagination? It's not in your feet. It's in your mind. There it then brings itself to the renewal, renewing your mind. Why, what are you doing? You're loading your gun. You're loading your gun. Casting down imaginations that are not in agreement or conformity to the word of God, uh, to, uh, to uh, God. Load your gun. Keep your imaginations on God, on the word of God, in your mind, and then load your gun. And in the middle of the night when Satan comes, sometimes he comes in the middle of the night. Sometimes you wake up at two o'clock and you say, I don't know why I woke up. Well, yeah, you do. Satan is trying to get you to say something. Well, it just seems like I just can't sleep. He is wanting, wanting you to believe what he's saying and to see if your gun is loaded. Amen. And so casting down, let's get back to the scripture here. It says, uh, verse five, casting down imaginations that are produced by thoughts. Your thoughts lead to imaginations, pictures. And Satan wants to build or, or cause a picture to form in your mind of what's going to happen to you. That's not good. And so he said, casting down imaginations that are produced by thoughts. That's, that, that's not in there, but that's how it happens. Imaginations produced by thoughts and every high thing or every exceedingly high thing 
that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bring into captivity every thought. Now, I know you've heard this from here. Those of you that come to church, you've heard this. But I, I ask this question. How many thoughts have you had this morning? Maybe, I don't know this, what I'm about to say. Maybe some of them wonder how long he's going to preach. That's a thought. Is he going to let me out of here in time to get to what, we, what we're going to get to today? I'm going to do my best. But sometimes my best is not the best. But, but he, he is ever alert or aware of what his, his, uh, what his, uh, what do you call it? What his agenda is. It is to get, get you to steal, kill, and destroy. And like I said, he don't always, you know, bring the black clouds in, you know, the storm clouds. But he will do whatever he needs to do to set up a stronghold in your mind. Now I said, casting down imaginations produced by thoughts and every high, exceedingly high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Now here's where I was going with that. Now, now I've told you this story. Let me, I'm, I'm teaching uh, the cl a class at, uh, at, a, at a place. And so I asked that same question. How many of you, how many thoughts have you had? Just speaking to the class. How many thoughts have you had? And I'm right here like this right here. I'm leaning over on, on the seat like this. And this young man's sitting right here where, like Brother Robert's sitting there. So I asked that question, how many thoughts have you had this morning? And the, the young man looked puzzled. <laughs> and he said, one. Now this is 11 o'clock in the morning. I said, well, young man, I had a thousand this morning from the bed to the bathroom. So we're ever, ever having thoughts. You come to church, you got some thoughts. What you like, what you don't like. Now, don't y'all run out, the door's locked. But we have thoughts. You've had thoughts. We all have thoughts. You don't have a mind if you don't have thoughts. And so... These thoughts come, these thoughts go. These thoughts come, these thoughts go, you know. And so you're, you're sitting there thinking, maybe, I don't know what you're thinking, obviously, but you may be thinking, now what are we going to have for lunch? What do I need to pick up before I get to the house? You've got all kinds of thoughts running through your mind, through your head. Amen. You think maybe it's going to be raining when we get out? You know what? I, I left my umbrella in my car. You're thinking. Anybody else thinking this morning? What are you thinking? And now you, you're like that young man. 
And so that young man looked so puzzled today, uh, that day, that's been so long ago. One thought. No, you got, you've had more than one thought. Uh, you had a thought when you stood up before your mirror this morning. <laughs> you had a thought. That's why you stood up in front of the mirror and started. What you're doing, you're thinking about how your face looks. And you can cover it up with makeup. But somewhere, <laughs> that makeup's going to wear off. And we're going to see your bare face. And so these are thoughts. The Bible, it's interesting how, how many times the Bible deals with thoughts. Casting down imaginations everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And look what he tells us to do. He gives us an assignment. What is this assignment that he gives us? What is this, what, what is this assignment? And what? Bring into captivity the captivity of the word of God that should be in our hearts and in our mind. And bring it and doing what, John? It's our hope that today's message, Putting Satan in His Place, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, request Offer 22. Today's special offer number is 22. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.